Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee and with my special guest, Jay Barton Mitchell. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. We're on location, a rare on location podcast uh, at Iconic here in Santa Fe on Lena. We call it the Lena Iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a regular at Iconic, I understand. I am. I usually go to the Lupe location. Oh, I okay. like this location a lot, but we, we'll meet here on Thursdays occasionally also. Writer Coffee. Yep. That they all know about Writer mm-hmm. Coffee. I can talk about you. So, okay, so cool. we have to remember to look at the video and not at each other. Okay, is, is that right? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, new, very new for me. <laughs> Uh, it makes sense though. So, you write as Jay Barton Mitchell. I do. But we call you Jack. Yes. Everybody calls you Jack. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or Jay sometimes. Jay, yes. really? Actually, in high school, I went by Bart. Really? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, see, yeah, now yeah. I'm learning things about you. Yeah, I couldn't wait to get, uh, I changed it the moment I got to, to, to college. Oh. Which, by the way, is the most used name for action heroes in movies. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Jack Ryan, Jack Bauer. Jack Burton, Jack Reacher, Jack and the Beanstalk. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so I I released a book just recently mm-hmm. that the main character's name is Jack. Okay. Yeah. That's Only awesome. he's J A K. Ah. Uh, well, so it's the fantasy version. Yeah. It's the fantasy Jack. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you write science fiction. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I started. So I went to film school. So actually, I started in film. Uh, that was kind of where I had like my first success, and then transitioned to comic books from there. And then into fiction. So you started in film. Yeah, I did. Yeah. How, how well, did it depends on how you say start. Like I, I've been writing since I was like ten, and so I did fiction forever and ever and ever. And that's always kind of what I thought I would do. And then I got to college, and I got more interested in the film side of things. And so that's where I had like the first bit of success. So what did you do? Screenwriting or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so any movies that we know of? No. No. See, screenwriting is a very interesting profession where you can um, make a good amount of money and never have anything. <laughs> Made or I've heard that or, before. Or, or see no, light of day. So, so tell people how that works because a lot of people don't understand that. How to, to what? How so, do you so, make money and like not have any movies made? Oh well, because it's like ninety percent of what gets bought doesn't get produced. You know, especially if you're, if you're dealing with um, like you know any, any script of mine that would have been produced would have been like a bill to the studio for hundred and fifty million dollars. You know, because I write you know like I like high concept big stuff. And so so to greenlight something like that is is a it's, it's a hard thing for an executive to do. So that's why you see like in movies a lot of it is um, safer bets, I think, like you know, existing properties and remakes and remakes and yeah, because yeah, it's a, a lot of money going into them. So they feel a little safer about it, stuff like that. But, but then you can also make a lot of money like re, like rewriting things that also never never get made right so people just <laughs> so specialize get in called in to like do the next script rewrite yep. and that mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah it's very interesting it's very stratified there's, there's, there's guys who specialize they just they'll be hired to like at, like work on one character's dialogue wow that's all they, and they make a lot of money interesting yeah. wow. it's a weird industry so when you were a baby writer in hollywood mm-hmm. and you sold your first screenplay mm-hmm. and then realized that it was never going to become a movie mm-hmm. were you sad uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think back then, I mean, I think um, William Goldman was one of my favorite writers, made, uh, wrote like Butch uh, Cassidy, The Sundance Kid, Princess Bride, and all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, made, the, made the comment, like, he didn't think you could really be satisfied as a writer just doing screenwriting. Because, um, you know, it, it, it'll never sort of be your, it'll never be your baby, like like, like I said. Like, it'll, it'll always be... Um, 
know, you're lucky like 50% of it represents. And so I think it's, that's, that's like a lesson you have to learn as like a new, a new writer. It's a tough one. To let go of it. Yeah. And I think on the screenwriting side, you have to kind of have like some detachment that you don't, that that's what I like about novels so much is that, you know, like you're, you're writing this thing in screenwriting you're writing like a blueprint for someone else to go make something well that's a really good analogy I like that in fiction obviously you're, you're writing you're writing the finished thing oh. it's, it's, it's a lot more rewarding so so you, I know you did at least one novel because I have it have you done more I've done four, four? so I did okay. yeah so my, I did a young adult trilogy called Conquered Earth which was with St. Martin's and then um, and then I did The Razor which was uh, more you know, straightforward. I think that's the one I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But now you're doing this science fiction dramatic podcast. Yes. That's yes. almost more like a radio show. I mean, I listened to that first episode that you sent, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It's actually set in the same universe as my last novel, as The, the Razor. Uh, so, yeah, so it's called, the podcast is called Derelict. Um, it's somewhat confusing because so, so the new season is called Fathom, which is a prequel to the first season, which we didn't finish because uh, it just, it was too, I was trying to fly actors in to do it and it was, it just became too expensive. Um, so, I, I mean, up, it sounds expensive. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, to, I really wanted everyone in the room, the actors in the room together because that, gives you uh i think like the, the best performance they can play off each other um and that gets that gets expensive quick especially with six seven eight uh you know characters so it just was cost prohibitive and so when the pandemic hit i was trying to think of um something more affordable i could do podcast wise and it occurred to me well why not just do a prequel to derelict and that's what we did and the way we got because around, everyone could be oh i'm sorry i interrupted you you were oh, about to say well, the, yeah the, the, the pandemic made it you know remote everything was was sort of the pandemic you know so re remote acting was also uh became a thing and that, and that and so we would record everyone over zoom um and i could kind of direct over zoom and but everyone was doing it in their own space, and so that eliminated a ton of the cost, oh. and uh, and and still lets us have the same high production values. I think that we have. My goal is always for it to be like we're listening. You're listening to the audio of, of a of a bit like a big movie, a big budget movie. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like that, and but it's kind of fun too because it reminds me of like the old radio shows. Mm -hmm. My dad used to listen to those. Uh, yeah. Get them on like cassette tape, right? right. Um, when I was a kid, you know, and there'd be like the, uh -huh. the sound effects. Yeah, you know, and all that. I think you know the narrative podcast space is really growing, but I feel like they all feel they need to have a conceit to justify it being audio. Oh, like interesting. A lot of voiceover, or it's a fake investigative podcast, or something. That they feel hesitant to just do a story. And to me, like you said, like I mean, I like the old radio dramas. I like the Shadow, and, uh, you know, the Batman, Superman stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you can. You can do that, and, and the audience. We're so used to, um, you know, we 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 know we know the language, we know filmic language, we we know what sounds mean what, and we you know, treat a book if you visualize as you read. You know, we're trained to visualize things, and so I I, I don't think it's a problem that you can do. You know, we do giant set pieces, we do big action sequences, we do um, things that you you know they're actually very visual, and it's just audio. But I think the audience gets it. I think that you know, yeah, we're so used to seeing this stuff we just sort of translate it right you hear the big creaking clunking sound echoing through the water right yeah, yeah. And all that yeah I remember when i was writing the, the script and, and i was in it was in writer's group and 
Do we need to shift you because you've got sun in your eyes? Are you uncomfortable? No, I'm okay. Still closer. Okay. There we go. No, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was saying that I remember when I was when I was writing the script for the for the first one and went to writers group. There was a thing in there and it said something like, "the the whole of the the ship creaks." And and the, and the note I got was, "Well, you'll never be able to pull that off. That doesn't make that won't make any sense." And I'm like, "Of course I can." Everyone, like anyone who's seen any submarine movie, knows that sound. The sound of you're the, right. It does sound like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you you hear that sound, and so and you you instantly translate. Oh, I know what that is. Even though I'm on a spaceship, I'm not on a submarine. It's sort of the same sort of thing sound. And so that's an example. I think it's just we're so trained from from youth consuming all the stuff that we've consumed to um, take a sound and know what it means. And, you know, you don't you don't need have, you don't need to have a character go. Oh, the hole's creaking. I mean, I, I'm, I'm always interested when I get the trivia on like how certain sound effects are created, you know, like, um, like, I think I learned the one that, uh, in the star Wars movies, the, um, the snow, not snow walkers, big, tall walker. The things. Is it the no, 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 the big, yeah, the big the robot things. Yeah. Is it yeah. Yeah. All, with the big all terrain attack transport? Oh, why am I even <laughs> arguing with him? So that that the sound of their feet clomping was uh-huh. actually like from a big paper cutter. So okay. Like, yeah, like Makes a sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw a thing where they were doing the laser blast sound, and they would hit. They went. They like the the cable that comes that holds a power cable, like a power line up to the ground. They okay. were hitting that with a hammer. I'm glad you don't know what and that's, that's what called. Guys, at least. Yeah. Guideline. It's a guideline. A guideline. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Oh, cool. See, together. Together. All right. Yeah, the there you go. <laughs> so, so did you have any challenges creating sound effects? Um, or is there like the soundeffects.org where you can go and down? Oh, yeah. Is there really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've, I was trying to, I mean, I've done some of, do some of my own Foley stuff. The reality is you don't kind of need to. Um, there's really amazing places to the place I go mainly, I guess I'll promote them is, is called sound snap. And what's great about them is, uh, tremendous giant library of anything you can possibly think of. But a lot of it is done by, um, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, uh, audio designers. They have their own stuff on there. And then they'll also put like, and then they can like sell their clips. Yeah. It's, it's like Etsy for sound right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So all these guys doing their own thing. And then they'll also put, What's that? And gals. And guys and gals. Oh, there you go. Yes, guys and gals. Yes, true. True. Yes. Uh, guys and gals can put their stuff up. And then they'll also put, like, um, the, the entire sound library for the Dark Knight. Wow, really? Yeah. So you can really get tons of, like, high-level so Hollywood type. You so know. you can, like, do research. Do research by watching the Dark Knight. Yes. And then be like, oh, I want that sound. Yeah, right. Yeah, if if if, if yeah, if, if they have it. Right. Yeah, it's interesting because you you listen to it, and you'll be like, I don't know what that sound was in the movie, but because so many times there's these little bitty half a second clips. Right, things that you don't notice, yeah. or at least someone like me yeah. doesn't notice. Right. I mean, it's just I I've found like, and I've come to this. I've had to teach myself, but you come you. I take just these little bitty clips and you make a sequence out of them. So you add them and move them around and you make like a one minute long thing of a ship exploding or something. So So you're really good at the editing side. I found that I am. Yeah. It was was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that surprising? Because I've never done it before. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's just sort of the way I, like the way I write is like, I just write until it doesn't read to me bad. 
like, I don't cringe anymore. I know, okay, I'm probably okay. So it's the same with the sound design. I'll just do it until, okay, I, I, I don't hate that. I don't that, hate that. That sounds all right. That's actually a yeah. decent bar for most creative stuff, I right. think. Yeah. 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 So, so tell us about the actual story. What happened? So you said that first you did Leviathan, and then you went back and you did, remind me of the name? So no. So oh, other was, way was, Well, yeah, Derelict. Derelict. The idea of that was it was like... Um, Which I'm sorry, I always have to think, I always want to do Derelict my balls, you know, from, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so that one was, a, it, it's about um, a group of scientists exploring um, a derelict ship that's found out in space and they get hired to go investigate it. And that was the one that we had to, as I say, pause because we're trying to we're trying to build up money to, to continue that. Fathom is the prequel to it. And Fathom is all set uh, at the bottom of the ocean and in, a, in a base called Fathom. And it's been built around what appears to be a giant uh, door. That's we been... know it's a door. Yeah, yeah. That's, that. so that's my, my, my attempt at the voiceover. Oh, like, from like that. The right in the, they're like, we know it's a door. Huh? Like, you we think know it's it a door? No, we no, know I, it is. I know the line you're thinking yeah, about. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, the door is like, like millions of years old in there. So this base has been around to try and figure it out and to try and open it, which may or may not be a good thing. And then, but we know it's a bad thing. Come sure. on, Jack. I mean, I mean, it's never a good it, it, thing. It is sci-fi horror. So <laughs> you, you do the, you do the, the only people who don't seem to know that it's a really terrible idea are the people the actually in the sure. character. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's interesting though because it, it, starts, it starts after there's been a sabotage, like an attempt to blow up the base by one of the scientists because he thinks this isn't something we should be doing. But everybody's so, like, oh no, no, he's just crazy. He just lost it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but what did he know that we don't I know? know? Complications ensue. Hijinks. Well, I guess hijinks is more my what I write. You have complications. You write hijinks. I write hijinks. hijinks. So, yeah, let's uh, let's see here. What if we no? Here, come my come my way. Sure way. There we go. That's better. Yes, I, I usually do hijinks. Okay, but but I don't do hijinks. To me, sounds like. Keystone Cops or something. Oh. oh, are you still? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it, it's just a joke that we have for like when you have to write up a pitch for your agent or something like that. It's like you know, here is you know your tortured hero and your tortured heroine, uh -huh. and here are all the reasons why they can't get together, uh -huh. uh, and then they are forced together and uh -huh. hijinks ensue. I see. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Here, we can scoot you even more this way. Get you it's more like on this way. the sun moves quick. It does in in Santa Fe. It does. Mm -hmm. There we go. And people get to see more of our wonderful, iconic coffee shop. You usually do this at your house? Yes. Okay. Um, off and out, my great barber. Okay. It's a very uh, popular location or indoors in the winter. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit more about, so, Fathom. I always want to say Leviathan. <laughs> Fathom. Oh, you know, there was the Leviathan movie about it's underneath yeah, the bottom of the ocean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which was actually not a wonderful movie. I remember that. I don't know if, I don't know if you remember this, but there was like Hollywood location do things in bursts, and there was The Abyss, which yes. is awesome, masterpiece, and then Leviathan and Deep Star Six, all in the same, I believe, all in the same year. Underwater, right? The one I'm thinking of actually is the one that just came out recently with um, Kristen Stewart, The Und Deep. 
Is that what's called? I think it was called Underwater. Underwater. Am I wrong? Well, no. Anyway, I thought the movie. I thought the movie was, was pretty good. Did you? I mean, I thought you didn't. Well, like that opening with all the I don't know. Just, and a lot of cool filmmaking and like what it turns out to be kind of the Lovecraftian. The Lovecraftian elements. Maybe a little strange, but that's um, it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I didn't do you like, like her the, sister. I do. Okay. I think she's. I think she's awesome. I, I think she's, she's gotten a rough. A rough rap, you know, with sure. you know, sort of people deciding that they hated Twilight and thus they hated Christmas Stewart. Yeah, and, yeah, all of that. So, so when you cast for a podcast, uh-huh. how do you decide? How do you? Is it just like for casting for a movie? I mean, how how do you know who has a good voice? Uh, you 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 have to audition. You have to audition and, and read. Um, I was I was really lucky that the, the my lead actress was Elizabeth Laidlaw, was I think an, an, an incredible actress and super talent has a great pedigree in, in television, like Chicago PD and other things. Um, I had just met her as a result of, of doing Derelict, which was the, the first season. She, uh, I don't know, we, we came to meet each other just over social media through that, and then became good friends, and then. Um, I really just wanted to work with her, and so I mentioned I, I mentioned I was doing I was going to do Fathom. I almost called it Leviathan. I mentioned I was going to do Fathom, and she said I would love to do that. I was like, yes, I would love that too, but I can't afford you. And, and she said, Well, I'll do it. She would do it for the the, the the scale rate, which was incredibly generous of her. And, uh, so so she, can you she tell brings, us what that is? I mean, or can you get- the, the amount? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just curious. Like, what is scale rate? Well, so we are. Is that like all, a public knowledge thing? I don't want you to reveal anything for I, I, I guess it is. I guess yeah. I guess you can go to the SAG website and, and, and see. So, Screen Actors Guild has several different like categories, uh, projects, and whichever one you fall into is the, the pricing scheme and rules that you have to adhere to. Depending on how fancy you are and all of that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you're doing a feature film, that's a different category than okay. if you're doing a web series versus what, what we are, which is a podcast, and that's considered new media. Um, new media. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's much smaller. It's it's like 150 bucks a session. Oh, well, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, on, on the, you know, it's, it's, which I think... I don't know, it's kind of, it's almost like thirty bucks an hour during eight days, but um, yeah. So that's what that's the rate. That's the minimum rate, which is like, you know, being an actor. So, so are you like funding all of this out of your own pocket? Uh, most of it. We we, we do have, we do have one investor, uh, which has helped a lot. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like fifty fifty, and then we're on um we're also on um, Patreon. So we're trying to get patrons oh, to help. You'll have to give me the link for that. I so will. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do people get if they're a patron? Oh well, uh, at this point, make your pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, kind of, you get a nice little sticker like, of, of, of the cover. Ooh, yeah, a and sticker. Then, and then le- later levels are like uh, there's, there's a poster, which is pretty cool. I'd like to have myself actually. Um, and then uh, like a social media shout out. You also get early access to the episodes. Nice. Uh, when they come out. Which is sort of the, the point, I guess. And they're still coming out. They're ongoing. Oh yeah, so three is about to come out. Okay. I think the season will be uh, eight episodes long. And anyone can listen to that first episode, right? The link that you gave me that I anyone, can... yeah. Well, the link will, will should go to the, the podcast in general. So okay, they're totally free. Yeah, it, they're on, it's, it's on iTunes, but it's on Google Podcasts. Oh, okay. It's on Spotify, so, so like if somebody's if somebody doesn't want to have to shell out, they could listen to the whole thing for free. Oh yeah, it's totally free. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So then, how do you make your money back? Well, you, if if you get enough listeners, then you can start getting advertising and sponsorships. Oh, okay. And, you know, I mean, honestly, the, the the real goal is to try and and sell it to like a Netflix or. Like an Amazon as, as a live action thing, which a lot of the a lot of the narrative podcasts are being purchased. Are they okay uh, yeah, for that uh, girl in space? Um, uh, just, uh, homecoming, homecoming with Julia Roberts. I think, I think is the name of the show on I Amazon. I saw parts of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that 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 was a narrative podcast. It started as a narrative podcast. Interesting. And, yeah, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's a cool you know it's a cool space, and it just lets you do like. I mean, if I did this as a Netflix show, it'd be tens of millions of dollars to, to do this thing, you know. But I can. Then do you it. would be buying us coffee every week. Right, Although, exactly. actually, you bought me the latte today. Which is oh, you're welcome. What you got me last time? Oh, yeah. But in the audio format, you know, I can do it in my basement. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it is being done in my basement. And I was going to ask you before, <laughs> we should, do we want to talk about your basement? You know, like a whole sound yeah. studio in your basement? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and not in a creepy Drew, troll-like Drew, way. No, it's not like, it's, like, I mean, it's, not, it's not the Red Room or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people find that sexy. But, you know, I, 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 true. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you before, like, if I wanted to buy a sound effect clip, how, how much, I mean, I'm sure it depends on, like, oh. the sound engineer and everything, but how like much would sound that? Yeah. You'd be surprised. They're like, they're usually around like a buck fifty. Wow, really? But again, they're these very small, you know. Right. That you then have second. to. Yeah. So to do a whole sequence, it takes, you know, some twenty, thirty sometimes. Okay. Um, but they have cool pricing plans where you can just like I have one where it's just like I pay so much a month and it's unlimited, whatever. So it's like deposit photos, but for sound. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then, music's a big deal. I think like music's very important to me. And a lot, I get most of the music from a place called Music Bend. Which I think is really awesome. Next level composers on it, oh. um, and those aren't all that expensive. That I mean, like 150 bucks for a music track, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, so your said episode three is about to come out. Correct. Do you know how many episodes there are? You you're probably a completist. You probably like not yeah. like me. You wrote the whole thing before you started. No, I wish. Because um, as, <laughs> as it turns out, you need to have stuff written in order to record it. So really? It, yeah. So I mean, it would be, uh, it, it, it would be nice and pulling yeah. the whole yeah. pulling everything. Uh, <laughs> no, we're, we're we will be. Uh, so three's about to come out. We'll do four. That and I'll probably take a, like a mid-season break because that's a big moment at four. And then midpoint. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then we'll go. And then I think it'll, I think it'll be eight episodes. So we'll take a little break. I can catch up. Uh, I already have five recorded, which is kind of cool. Uh, do you know how it ends? I do know how it ends. Yeah. Uh, see, I never know how anything ends. Yeah. And it is, like I said, it's a prequel to Derelict, so that's oh, directly connected. Okay, so it's a little bit of a cheat because you know. Sort of. I mean, again, there's only one episode of, of Derelict at the moment, so you don't totally know what's going on there, but but it does uh, it does disconnect in, in, in a very direct way. So then, once you finish. Fathom, your eighth episode, and you get that come this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you're going to go back to Derelict, and that's the hope. Yeah, I mean that's a more expensive production. Obviously. Why is that? Uh, just because I want to keep. I mean, I guess I could I could do it the way we did Fathom, which is to record remotely, which would make it possible. But um, I don't know. We had such a great experience doing that first episode with all the actors here. 
Uh, yeah, I can see that. Like, there's a certain um, gestalt that mm-hmm. kicks in when you have everybody in the same room. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's like they're so good. Like fat, the fatbackers are so good that I don't think you notice it. But there's definitely I don't know, like a nuance and an energy um, to them just being able to you know, play off each other in the same room. So ideally, that's what I would like to do with Daryl. Is just um, we'll have to see how much funding we get through. Through Patreon and then you know keep building a listener base, to get advertising. And so um, yeah, that's not something that I can do with my own money. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. Even though you you have a day job, right? You, I do. Yeah, I'm a software engineer with, with IBM. Yeah. yeah so that, and work from home already, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. In right. your basement. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Watch stuff goes on. Me. I was gonna say I, I might have to see this basement sometime. Yeah. All right. Well, so. All of you, here's your opportunity to support uh, the the podcast as it is coming out. You can get in on the ground level. I'll put the Patreon link in the show notes and some of the other links as well. And you can check out uh, Fathom as it's coming out right now. And very great to have you here, Jack. Yes, likewise. This is awesome. Yeah. See, it wasn't so bad. No. Yeah. He, I mean, he, yeah, he, he was like procrastinating he's like oh mm-hmm. i don't know not, not good not screen. <laughs> but he was great wasn't he uh, yeah he was great yeah. all right well i will remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts thank you so much for being here today thank you it was awesome thanks you all take care bye bye